0: Welcome to this faith-inspiring message from Living Strains UK. We hope you are blessed. Why do some prayers get answered, but some other prayers seem not to receive answers? In the last episode, we looked at the three ingredients of prevailing prayer. Number 1. Sustained desire. Number 2. Sustained demand. And number 3. Sustained faith. You know, let me use the analogy of a pregnant woman. Who carries her baby for 9 months. Or at least 9 months for a delivery. So... She has not seen her desire. She has not seen the baby. But she has a desire that is sustained until the ninth month. This is the principle of sustained desire. There is something in you, child of God. There is something in your spiritual womb that God wants to birth in you. What is your desire? What are you carrying in your womb, in the womb of your spirit? How long have you carried that? Have you sustained that desire to birth what God has placed in you? In prevailing by prayer, you are able to give birth to that which is in you. Secondly, she continues to have a demand on her body, you know, the story is told of a pregnant woman who <laughs> desired all kinds of meat to enjoy while she was pregnant. Is Her appetite, you know, uh, was not the usual appetite that she would have uh, gone for had she not been pregnant. So she would ask for, and actually a true story, really, she would ask for the meat of a rat, for instance, you know, very weird. And yet that was an appetite that sort of came to her while she was pregnant. Now this example might sound a bit extreme, you know, although it is true in this particular instance for this particular lady. She had a certain demand. Her body was demanding for something. There was an appetite in her, you know, because the baby inside her had changed some mechanisms in her her body and the baby is demanding nutrients is demanding some some you know vitamins some minerals some elements you know to for the baby in the womb to grow there is a demand on the body of a pregnant woman which is sustained until the baby is born sustained demand child of god what is that thing in your life That you so much strongly need to solve a need for your life, for your family, for your ministry. What is that thing that you desire God to do for you? And what steps are we taking towards receiving those things that we desire so strongly? Where is your demand? And remember, like we talked about last time, this kind of demand is not as if God was at your back and call. Rather, this demand means urgent request. So how urgent is that need for you? The baby in the womb of this pregnant woman urgently needs some nutrients. Agently needs some survival items to be able to grow in the womb of the mother. And so that baby continues to lay a demand and to place a demand on the body of the mother. Ladies and gentlemen, how urgent is your need? How urgent is your request to the Lord, your Heavenly Father? Can you sustain that demand on your Father in Heaven? Can you keep knocking on Heaven's door? Can you keep holding Him to His Word? His promise concerning your life must come to pass. We need to understand that there are forces that don't want to see the purposes and the counsels of God come to pass in our lives. We need to understand that the devil out there doesn't want God's glory to be revealed in us. And so we must not rest on our oars. The Bible says we are not ignorant of the devices of the enemy. And so I want to challenge us to rise up in faith and continue to lay a demand on the promises of God until we see that which he has promised in our lives sustained demand number three the pregnant woman is constantly looking forward to seeing her baby she hasn't seen the baby yet in the flesh she hasn't yet held the baby in her hands maybe you might argue that the 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 least she must have seen or the most she would come close to seeing her baby is through a scan when she goes to the hospital to have a scan of her baby and then she can see the blurry picture and see the tiny hands and so on in her womb but although she has not physically held the baby in her hands she is looking forward to it until the baby is born that is sustained faith faith is a substance of things hoped for The evidence of things not seen. In Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1. Child of God, where is your sustained faith? Child of God, the blurry pictures before you. Why are you casting them down? Begin to see clearly. Begin to hold faith. For we walk by faith and not by sight. Begin to see with the eye of your spirit. Begin to see that which God has for your life. Begin to see that which God has for your marriage. Begin to see that which God has for your ministry. Begin to see that which God has for your family. Begin to see it. If you can see it, you can have it. God said to Abraham, As far as your eyes can see, that is what I will give to you. God said to Abraham to challenge his faith. Count the stars. Look at the number of the sand on the seashore that is what i'll make your generation to be can god challenge your faith today child of god listening to this message can your faith rise today to see the sand on the seashore can your faith rise to see the stars above you can your faith rise to see the glory that is ahead of you sustained faith you may not see it in your hands but can you see it with the eye of your spirit In prevailing prayer, we need to have those three important ingredients. Sustained desire, sustained demand, and sustained faith. Let's talk about desire a little bit. You know, in Ephesians chapter 3 and the verse number 20, the Bible says, God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or think. Now, that caught my attention. So, God is able to do what we ask. He's able to do what we also imagine. In fact, the scripture says, He's able to do far above that which we ask or think. Not just what we ask. He's able to do far above it. Your God has enough in Him to fulfill more than you need. Your God has enough in him to do more than you can ever imagine in your life. That is the God you and I serve. That is the God that we call upon. That is the Lord our God. Hallelujah. Oh, I love this. I love this. I love this. And the Bible says in Proverbs 23 and the verse number 18, it says, surely there is a future. The King James Version says, surely there is an end. And then he says, and your expectation shall not be cut off. What are you expecting God to do for you? What desires have has he planted in you? The Bible says, for it is he who works in us, both to will and to do of his good pleasure. So that desire in you, that burning passion in you, that thing that you want to achieve, That business that you want to plant. That ministry that you are desiring God to use you for. That thing in you that he has placed in you. He says your expectation shall not be cut off. Are you expecting health in your life? Even in your illness, have you given up already? On the Lord God who says, I am your healer. Have you given up on him? He says your expectation will not be cut off. Can you hold on to that word today? He says, surely there is an end. And I like that in the King James Version in particular, which means there is an end to affliction, which means there is an end to trouble, which means there is an end to the challenges that confront us, and there is also an end to every obstacle in our lives. So, child of God, can you hold on to God in faith? Other versions say, surely there is a future, which means there is a future, For you, your today is not the same as your tomorrow. Your address is just about to change. Surely there is an end and your expectation shall not be cut off. Child of God, what is your desire? Do you desire a miracle in your life? Do you desire open doors? Do you desire excellent outcome in your education? Do you desire some kind of a favor in your life? Do you desire healing in your body? Do you desire the increase of your ministry? Do you desire safety for your family? Do you desire grace upon all that you do? What is your desire? Can you sustain that desire through the coming days as you hold on to God in prayer? Can you sustain that desire? Let God hear your desire today. Let your hunger Let your need, let your heart's cry come before God today. Sustained desire is an ingredient of prevailing prayer. In Genesis chapter 21, in the verse number 17, we read a very powerful story. Now that really caught my attention. It is in this portion of scripture that we read of Hagar and Ishmael in the wilderness. Now you have to remember that the Hagar left abraham's household because sarah demanded it so they left the family and they were all by themselves in the wilderness abraham had given them some supply of water and other nutrients but obviously it's a long journey in the wilderness they are all by themselves and so they run out of supplies now the bible said when they had run out of supplies it got to a point in their lives Down there in the desert, down there in these arid grounds, in these dry situations, down there, it got to a point where they were almost close to the point of death. And the Bible said it was particularly bad for Ishmael, the son of Hagar. So the mother placed the son under some shrub and she said, my child is about to die. I cannot watch him die in my arms. And so let me move a distance away and let him die in peace so that my eyes will at least not see his terrible death. In these dire situations, she had given up. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I think sometimes we find ourselves in these situations where the challenges are sometimes almost overwhelming, where the afflictions rise and they are almost overwhelming for us to the extent that all that we do is to turn away from the challenge and throw our hands up and give up. We forget there is a God in heaven whom, when we cry unto, when we pour our desires, our pain, our sorrows, when we pour our emotions out to him, he is able to hear us. Uh, The Bible says he is there for you. The Bible says he is our helper. The Bible says many are the afflictions of the righteous. But the Lord delivers him out of them all. Hallelujah. I love this. I love this. What a God we have. What a God we serve. He is your father. He wants your faith to rise. He wants you to trust in him and in him alone. If you can hear me, please declare with me right now, I choose to believe in God. I wanted to say it again to yourself. I choose to believe in God. Please, let's say it again the third time. I choose to believe in God. Now, the Bible makes us to understand that when Ishmael got to the point of death, he cried with a voice. He raised his voice. He raised his voice. He was in distress, and so he cried out. And the Bible said, and God heard the voice of the lad. That is, God heard the voice of the little boy. God heard the voice of this young man. And in the verse number 19 of that same chapter, Genesis 21, the Bible said, God opened the eyes of Hagar, that she saw the well of water. What does that mean? The well was there all along, but Hagar couldn't see it. God opened the eyes of Hagar so she could see the well. The solution to her problem, the answer to her need, the satisfaction that she needed for her soul and for that of her son was right there all this while, but her eyes were closed. Until... Ishmael cried until his heart's cry, until his heart's desire, until his heart's hunger and need went up unto God. Hagar couldn't see the well that was nearby. Ladies and gentlemen, are you crying out to the Lord? Or are you bottling in your pain? There are many people who would rather cry in their bedrooms than cry to the Lord. There are many people who would rather cry to their friends and to their family than cry to the Lord. There are many people who would rather talk about their problems and, 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 and wish evil almost on themselves than go before God in prayer and pour out their pain and pour out their frustration and pour out their hunger, their need, their desires and pour all that out to the Lord. There are many people who would rather do the opposite. I want to challenge us today. Let our hearts cry, our outcry, our our growling cry in our hearts. Let it go before the God of heaven and he will answer you. You know, so I looked closely at that word, the voice of the Lord that the Lord heard. And something surprised me. In the original Hebrew language, it is that same word that the Bible said, and Adam heard the voice of the Lord in the garden. So when Adam and Eve had sinned, And God came into town. They heard the voice of the Lord in the garden. Wow, that caught my attention. And it's the same word that was used for the voice of Ishmael crying out unto God. And God hearing the voice of Ishmael. And so I looked a bit more closely. What does that mean? The word actually means an outcry. The word also means a growling cry out of the heart. So you can almost imagine God coming into the garden with a growling cry in his heart. He realized that man had fallen from grace. He realized that his creation had been corrupted. And so he comes into the garden with a pain in his heart. Adam, where are you? Ladies and gentlemen, is the Lord calling you today with that same desire? For some listening to me today, maybe God is wanting your attention. Maybe God is wanting your attention. Maybe God is wanting your attention. Maybe God wants you in his life. Maybe God wants to change your life. God wants you. God wants you. God wants you. It is because he loves you. He wants you to be part of his family. He is calling out for you. And he has given you the offer of his son, Jesus Christ, through whom you can be saved. Will you not accept this offer today? Look at the heart cry of your father in heaven. He's calling out for you. He's calling out for you. He's calling out for you. Will you not answer? Similarly, it is that same heart cry that the Lord in this portion of scripture, Genesis 21, he cried out and the Lord heard your desire how strong is it to re- to, to to emerge from your heart unto your heavenly father in prayer will you not cry out will you not let god hear your voice what is the challenge what is it that is confronting you right now what is it that is worrying you in your family what is it that is a problem for you in the workplace what is it that is a challenge for you in your health what is it that is keeping you awake at night Will that growling cry go before God? Will you rise in prayer? Will you let God hear your growling cry? Let it rise. Let it rise. Let it rise. Let it rise. rise. I want to pray for you. I want to pray for somebody right now. I don't know who you are. I don't know wherever you are. Maybe you are hearing me for the first time today. Or maybe you have heard the first episode, and you are listening to this again. Maybe there's a challenge. There's something that you've battled with or you are battling with right now. We want to support you in prayer. Connect with us. Join us. Join your faith with ours. We want to stand by you. We want to pray for you. The Lord God wants to meet you at the point of your need. Father, I pray for whoever is listening to me right now. There are desires going before you. There is a hunger in the hearts of your children coming up before you. Lord, let your hand of power meet each and every need. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. If you have not yet given your life to Jesus, then you are not part of the family of God. I am giving you the opportunity now to accept Jesus as your Lord and your Savior. Then you can begin to engage him in prevailing prayer. He wants to hear your voice. He wants to hear your cry. He wants to hear you. God is looking for men and women like you and like me who trust in him, who hold on to faith, who refuse to give up, whose desires are strong holding on to him and saying we shall not give up. Until we see the manifestation of His promises in our lives. Child of God, will you rise in faith? Child of God, will you let your desire rise to your Heavenly Father? Where is your desire today? Now, I know that many people desire many things. Some desire houses. Others desire handbags. Some desire shoes, others desire cars, some desire, you know, a collection of old items or, you know, some kind of, uh, you know, ceramics and so on. Some desire paintings and artwork, some desire football and so on and so forth. There are many things that we all desire in this life. But if there is anything that we must go before God with, It is the desire that has got to do with what he has placed in us. For it is God that works in us both to will and to do of his good pleasure. It is both to will and to do. Will, first. Do, second. Both to will, number one. And to do, number two. So if there is no will, there is no desire, there is no hunger, don't expect action afterwards. If there is no hunger if there is no passion if there is no desire a burning desire a sustained desire don't expect the doing of that desire afterwards and so what has God placed in you it is not a desire for artwork it's not a desire for football it's not a desire for all the other things i have talked about material things will come and go but what is that desire in you desire That God has placed in you. A desire that is matching his will. By the way. It is God's desire that you be in health. It is God's desire. That you walk in your healing. It is God's desire. That you walk in that healing. And so that desire. Channel it unto him. Hold him by his word. You are the Lord my healer. Hold him by his word. Hold him and he will come swiftly. To deliver you. What is your desire? What is your desire? If there is anything I desire right now for you listening to me, it is that you give your life to Jesus. If there is anything right now that I desire above any other, you listening to me today, it is that you accept God's offer of salvation, which is Jesus Christ our Lord. If you've already received the Lord, ah, how glorious, how beautiful let your desire for all the things that he has promised in your life let those desires rise unto our heavenly father prevailing prayer the principle of sustained desire next week we shall continue with sustained demand part two god bless you for listening this message has blessed you. Do visit us at uklsi.org for more information. God bless you and we look forward to hearing from you.